Hello, this is Alex Hosteller, and you are listening to Launch Your Life, the podcast for innovators, entrepreneurs, thought leaders, change seekers, and go-getters looking to make a difference in this world. If you're listening right now, you're already on the right track to making your goals and dreams become a reality. So join us now in the movement to launch your life and show everyone that it can be done. The sky is not the limit. Your belief system is so never let anything hold you back. Today, we will be talking about productivity hacks, and now I'll play a clip from a previously recorded live stream. So the topic this week that I have for you all is productivity hacks. So time is one of the most valuable resources that we can have, and time is the only thing that you cannot buy. Time is absolutely huge. You cannot get it back. Once it's out there, it's out there, and time is very, very crucial. So today, I'm going to share with you all five tips on how to increase productivity and get effective time management skills so we all can be more productive, we can accomplish more within the day. So the first one is scheduling. Scheduling is huge because effective scheduling is the life and breath of any company and of any entrepreneur out there. Scheduling is so, so big because it is literally what you do every single day. So to put this into perspective for you all today, if there are eight hours, there are eight hours in the workday, and if you only have four hours of those that are productive, compared to the eight that you have in total, then that means that in, say, whenever you reach your goal in your career, it could take you 10 years to get there if you only are working four hours a day versus five years to get there if you're working full eight hours a day. That is reduced in half just from being more productive to gain that full eight hours rather than four hours. It can bring you so much further in your career in such a shorter period of time just from having an effective schedule. So some things that I do to kind of go off of scheduling to get more, uh, more better schedules and to get more stuff in in the day. The first one is I have a planner that I use and is a 15 minute planner. I shared this with you on the past and it's something that is very helpful that's always helped me. The 15 minute planner allows you to schedule out in intervals every single thing you're doing in the day in 15 minute segments. So you can accomplish four things within an hour and these can be rather large tasks whether it be having a production meeting or calling a potential client or just anything that you have out there. You can schedule this in throughout your entire day and not only will it allow you to see everything that, everything that you are doing throughout that entire day, but it will also allow you to go in and to make changes and make edits so that you can increase productivity. You can cut out wasted time or unused time. So you should plan your schedule the night before. Always plan it before you go to bed. Have something that you do where you plan every single thing that you intend on doing within that day so you actually go out and you get it done. So plan everything, guys. Everything you can possibly think of, plan it in the schedule. Make sure you have a very good work-life balance. Plan in social activities. Plan in sleep. Plan in working out. Plan in anything that you possibly can because it doesn't hurt to have one calendar because you only have one life. You only need one calendar to really have every single thing that you intend on doing within the day. And it will hold you accountable. The 15 minute segments will hold you accountable. And it also will help too. So say for example, if you have 15 minutes scheduled to take a phone call for a supplier, people really do like to ramble. And that you can spend hours on the phone with them without even knowing it. But if you know you only have 15 minutes to speak with them, you're gonna to get to the point and you're gonna get it all addressed. You're gonna be really more productive because you know you have a limited amount of time to do it. And you're gonna be able to get so much more done. And so that is one of the productivity hacks. And also, location, going back to scheduling location, is absolutely huge. If you have the 
option to do it, then make sure to always have your meetings and appointments scheduled in close proximity to each other. I know so many people that are out in the world working today and they have all these appointments and it's really hard for them because they go throughout the day and they have to drive 30 minutes to get from one appointment to the next and that's 30 minutes that's absolutely wasted and they cannot get that back and that's two units of time in the 15 minute planner. So do not let that get in your path and do not let that hinder you. Schedule things in that time. Schedule a phone call, schedule a meeting, schedule a Skype conference, or even if you're on a bus, if you're on public transportation, read a book, read the news, be up to date in the world, know what's happening around you, and always use time to your advantage so you utilize that full eight hour workday and you can get a lot further in your career and a lot shorter path of time just from having this really great and strong time management skills and knowing how to do it and go about and using it. And also, my last tip with the schedule, I know scheduling is a very long segment, is to track your schedule. And this is huge because, like I said, planning your entire schedule the night before, yes, that is a really good goal, but I guarantee you that you will not be sticking with it because that is a very good goal, but things do come up. You do have unexpected appointments and unexpected meetings and conflicts and things that need to be addressed and attended to within that day that you cannot just plan for. There are unknowns in the world, unfortunately, as much as I hate them myself. So you should have your schedule of what you intend to do within the day that you dropped the night before. Then you should have a second one. You should track down what you actually did. And that's really helpful because if you say, for example, allotted an hour for lunch, but you realize, oh, well, I ate in 20 minutes. So I have actually 40 minutes free. I don't know what to do with then you can go back and save that 40 minutes of time and time does add up even though it might not seem like a lot of time say another example if you have a production meeting you schedule 15 minutes for it but it's only a 10 minute meeting you can save five minutes for it that could allow you to relocate to a more convenient location maybe a further walk or drive to you or it could just allow you to open the door for so many more opportunities so at the end of each day compare these two things of what you intended to do and then what you actually did and how long it took you to get them both done so you can make more realistic predictions for tomorrow and you can find ways to cut time to save time and to really use it to the best advantage that you can so those are all really really crucial and really really key and the more effective and the better you can get at this the further that it can take you in the long term in your career and um, the second with this I'll know that this really, really hectic go, 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 get up and schedule can be very, very uh, stressful. So my second productivity hack for you all is just don't exhaust yourself. Set time for yourself to relax, to unwind, and be sure to get in a very good, solid routine. Routines are important, and I cannot, I cannot emphasize them enough because every single morning, no matter how long your routine is, it's so crucial because it determines your success for how you're going to be doing throughout that day. I don't care if you have to have a four-hour routine just to get in a good mood throughout the day. You need to get that so you can go for a full eight hours straight and nonstop but have the energy and the drive and the motivation, the desire to actually do it. You don't want to just roll out of bed and then 30 minutes, get dressed, and then drive to work or to class. You need to have a good, solid morning routine, even if you're getting up at 4 in the morning. Anything that comprises of working out, coffee, reading, studying, planning, anything that you could possibly do, whatever motivates you, anything, just be sure to do it because it will help you so, so much in the long run to be in this really good, solid morning routine. 
And also, everyone always talks about the morning routine, but make sure you also have a nighttime routine. Nighttime routines are very, very important because a nighttime routine can determine every single night, even if it's socializing. A lot of people socialize at night. That's not a bad thing, just as long as it's intellectually stimulating. Have a routine that you do every single night that gets you ready and gets you rested to get you more wound back after a very wounded up work day. Uh, so just be sure you're in that really good solid cycle. And on top of that, my third productivity hack is simply don't be lazy. So many people nowadays I know are just so purely lazy. They just sit around all day and they do pointless things and they just really don't, they're wasting valuable daytime hours so just don't do that. For example, working out in the middle of the day. Although how great that sounds, you're wasting precious daytime hours. Companies are open. You can be making phone calls. You can be doing interviews. Work out in the morning or at night. Don't waste time in the middle of the day doing it. That's just one. Another one, watching pointless TV shows. I know so many people that watch all these brainless, mindless TV shows. And although it might be entertaining to you, don't watch it unless you're getting something back. Don't invest your pure and solid and precious time into something that's not giving you anything back in return. And I'm not perfect in that respect. I do enjoy watching certain things. But make sure anything that you're watching is something that's always going to be giving something back to you so that you're always getting something back that's more, uh, something back to you to help you uh, in the long run to get more knowledge and always be continually learning and always be furthering your growth and your development. Even if it's just a hobby, even if it's just an interest to you, always be learning and always seek to be learning. The fourth productivity hack I have for y'all today, this one is huge. It is scouting opportunity. Opportunity is out there and it awaits. All you have to do is go out and find it. Uh, one of the good ways to do this and a lot of, that not a lot of people talk about is networking over social platforms. And although this might sound kind of weird, platforms such as Twitter or Instagram rather than LinkedIn, it can really, really be huge because these platforms, like I said, they're more of a social platform and they're not really intended for that purpose. But whenever you make that effort and you go out there and you're putting yourself out there to these platforms, then you're really getting a better response because people see you in a different light and you're getting uh, a new energy from these people. And if you see someone that's doing all these things that you want to be doing, why not just reach out to them? It doesn't hurt to send a direct message, to send an email, to comment on one of the posts, to tweet at them. It doesn't hurt to just send them that communication, open the door, and then receive the opportunity, hopefully, and do that for as many things as you can that are of interest to you, and then the opportunity will come, especially if you have something that you're promoting. If you already have a product, already have a business, do as much as you can to connect with other people that can potentially benefit from it or that you can potentially work with because it can be huge, huge, huge for you in the long run. Also, going off of that, if you don't really know what you're doing, but you kind of have an idea of what field you want to go into, then join Facebook groups. Groups on Facebook are huge. They are so, so big, and they actually are big, because you can find so many of them with so many different fields. If you're interested in photography, if you're interested in genetic engineering, if you're interested in app development, whatever you're interested in, just search that on a Facebook group and go in and join as many as you possibly can and you'll be amazed at the amount of people that you'll find in there. A lot of them are kind of more of discussion forums, kind of more casual, but they're really good because it gives you another outlet to kind of put yourself out there and learn from these people, learn what they're doing, and then kind of feed off of that and take that more from something of your own or to take that and potentially even work with them. So don't ever be sitting around, don't ever be wasting time doing that. 
always just doing something more productive and use these social platforms to your advantage in unconventional ways. And then once you solidify a pathway, then take concrete steps to actually get that pathway implemented and hopefully bring it into fruition. You don't ever want to just be stagnant and sitting there and saying, oh, I have all these really awesome ideas and I know I want to do it, but I just am not going to do it. No, go out there and do it. You need to actually do things, make them happen. And you'll have so much more happen in the long run. You'll receive so much back, so much more positive energy. Just since I've started doing these videos a few weeks ago, I've had so many people reach out to me saying, oh, wow, this is so interesting. I love how you talk about XYZ. Um, I'm doing this now and blah, blah, Boom, instant connection just from putting yourself out there online. And it doesn't hurt to do that in any respect that you're doing. The last one that I have for you today, the fifth productivity hack is delegate. Delegating is huge. As I have mentioned before, delegating is always going to help you in your life, especially with the busy work. However, do not, do not, do not put yourself too high up on a pedestal and think that anything's below you, especially in the startup. Because whenever you're doing all the busy work in the startup, busy work, I'm referring to more of legal work, legal documents, things that no one really wants to do, you are actually learning. And you're learning so much stuff because you will know physically what your life and breath of your company is. Don't give that to someone else to do. If it's you, if you're a one-person company, then don't give writing the bylaws, for example, to someone else because they could put whatever they want in there. Of course, you should have a lawyer consult or you should have some sort of legal counsel or notary or something so that you're sound and you're solid, but don't give that out to someone else. When I refer to busy work, I refer to more of once you're actually well-established, it's kind of more of an actual company moving more into a mid-sized business, just busy work such as answering junk mail or whatnot, then that's the type of busy work you should delegate out. And there's two great ways to delegate that not a lot of people know about. And these are kind of more of for if you don't have that much money to actually hire people, especially in a startup, which is a big problem nowadays. Uh, those two ways are, inter well, they both are internships. But the first one, internships for credit. Every single college student wants an internship for credit because you don't have to take the class, they can just come work for you. For example, one of the most common ones is social media marketing. That is a class that a lot of people have to take, but if you're a startup, if you're a small company, reach out to the college or the university that has the students that you want to take from, and then tell them, saying, hey, I want to start the social media marketing internship. How can I make it an internship for credit? And they will tell you the exact requirements that they require in an internship, the education components, whatever it might be, and you can give that. You can deliver value to the students, and not only when they're getting credit for your class, you're essentially their professor, and they're going to work a lot harder for you to make you happy to get the end goal done because they are getting a grade for it. So that's a really great way to get people because unpaid internships not a real big believer in because first, who really wants to work for in an unpaid job? No one does. And second, the people working them are not really going to be that dedicated. I can speak from experience. Working if you're not going to get paid unless you're super, super passionate about it, you're not really going to be that dedicated. So make sure that your employees are getting some sort of credit in one way or another. However, if you do find people that are really, really getting like, whoa, this person is huge, they could take my business to a whole new level, don't be afraid to sell equity and to give them equity. Equity is, um, that's a very, very controversial topic because everyone will tell you, do not sell your equity, do not give out because this company is gonna get huge so big so fast and then you're gonna lose millions of dollars by doing it. I wouldn't say that's entirely true because in a startup, it is worth 
zero. And you working on your own, unless you are an expert in that field and you know exactly what you're doing and you're going to take it from zero to a billion, then that's when you should know to keep it. However, that is very, very rare nowadays. Nowadays, it's all about connections, what you know, who you know. And young people like you and I, we don't really know that many people in the actual business world that can help take our specific ideas to the next level. So say hypothetically, if you own 50% of a company, but you sell it 10% here, 10% there, and you get five really, really strong people on board, they're going to work so hard for you because now it's their money at stake and all the work they're putting in, they're getting back because they're a shareholder. And you will still own major the controlling majority of the company, but now you have five really, really strong people with industry connections, with experience. They know what they're doing. They know how to take your business to the next level and it will grow so much faster than it would you trying to figure it out on your own. So do not be afraid to sell equity because it is so, so important to the fast growth and the constructive growth, productive growth of your company. Do not be afraid to do that, guys. Well, that's all the talking points that I have for you all today. Thank you for listening today. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave us some positive feedback so we can continue to rank higher and impact the lives of more people. And if you're motivated to start pursuing the career of your dreams and would like to speak with me directly for guidance, check out the consulting portion of our website on launchyourlife.today and let us prove to you that anything is possible. We hope to have you back soon, so subscribe to be notified about upcoming episodes and never miss out on what's coming next in the near future. See you soon.